Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking in wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and my guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson, Carlson known for the fish oils, and Jolie is a regular contributor to the show. Jolie, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you. It's always fun to be with you. Thank you. Very happy to have you on the show today. Now, it is uh, springtime, actually. It's May. You know, it's very lovely. And uh, so I understand that you decided to... uh, mention how, EP, how fish oils, EPA and DHA, are actually good for allergies, which kind of tend to spring up in the uh, springtime. They do. I, I just uh, have, have noticed that lots of my neighbors and some of my family members are all complaining about the pollen and their allergies, and people have itchy eyes, and there's lots of sneezing going on, and it, it's just something that happens this time of year, but I thought it would be timely for us to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, no, it sounds like a great topic because, frankly, you know, when you have allergies, when you're miserable, your eyes are tearing or, you know, your nose is running, you know, it's just, that's what's really, it isn't any fun at all. And it's interesting how EPA DHA from Carlson Fish Oils, you know, Carlson really known for the fish oils, and Carlson really really establishing, I'll say, the modern fish oil market. Certainly, fish oils were popular, you know, 70 years ago or, and more, but Carlson reestablished the, the value of the, the importance of fish oils, and so I didn't really realize that EPA DHA was indeed good for allergies, because there's nothing worse than, you know, your nose running and your eyes are red. I mean, it's just hard to be social. It really is, but you have to go um, back a couple of steps from the um, trigger to the chemistry of an allergy. So the trigger is the pollen, and for some people, and that's, that's sort of what the seasonal allergy is going on right now. The trees are blooming, things are blooming, and there's a lot of pollen in the air, and so... People are having a reaction to that. In other parts of the year, it could be harvest time, harvesting of hay fields, for example, and that happens early in the summer and then again a little later in the summer, and, and, and some people are really sensitive to grass and grass pollen, and so that triggers people. But behind all of it, whatever the trigger is, is the response in the body when that happens and that response that is there's a release of histamine and that's why we use antihistamine medications for people when they're allergic but there's inflammation underneath all of it and that's where the epa and the dha come in because they promote a a better chemistry as far as inflammation is concerned, so that inflammation isn't exaggerated, whatever the cause. So the same inflammation that we think of in the joints when we have, you know, pain or discomfort, when, you know, you get to be just sort of an adult and you find that, gee, my my hips get a little sore if I drive in the car for too long or my knees really bother me or when I go out and do 18 holes of golf, it's my back, it's my knees, it's my ankles. That kind of inflammation also happens in the sinuses, in the really tender, uh, sensitive tissues, in the eyes that you mentioned, and certainly also in the lungs and in the throat. And when we've got EPA and DHA in place, the way that we've been coaching everyone to do, for all of the other reasons, the you know, the comfort of movement in the joints, the brain function, the, you know, the heart health, even immune health. When, we are, when we're keeping them in place, your body is less sensitive to different triggers that are in the environment. 
so we're talking about allergies, but we could also be talking about exposure to pollutants. Um, it's also true that EPA and DHA, when people have a good intake of those omega-3s, air pollution bothers them less. There's less damage in the lungs. There's less damage in the system from things like air pollution. So um, whether we're talking about toxic elements in the environment or these seasonal elements like the grasses and like the hay and like the pollen that people react to, when we have a less inflammatory nature in general because of getting EPA and DHA in, we're less likely to have extreme reactions to the allergic provocateurs of the season. Uh, and of course, there are other things, Josh, you, you know, when you go into the, you know, the, the, the natural healing pharmacy that all of us are so familiar with, vitamin C, quercetin, bromelain, that enzyme bromelain, um, those are natural antihistamines. So they can help people. The digestive enzymes that we talk about all the time when we're talking about improving people's gut health, those enzymes taken between meals rather than with meals actually act to reduce the histamine reaction and the inflammatory response to allergens. So there are other things that EPA and DHA, which we talk about most frequently since that's, you know, since my role with Carlson in education has so much to do with omega-3s, they play a very strong role. And even when mothers have good levels of omega-3 during pregnancy, the mom's baby is less likely to be sensitive to allergic provocation of things like dust and, you know, dust mites and other things that might be in the house, pet hair, that provoke an allergic response. So it, it you know, when we're dealing with inflammation, it covers a very broad range of benefits to the person whose chemistry is improved by getting better levels of omega-3s. Our guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson, Carlson known for their fish oils, and also Carlson the company, uh, Susan Carlson, uh, who founded the company, uh, who's a registered pharmacist from the family of registered pharmacists, who in 1965 used d alpha vitamin E plus the beta-delta-gametocopherols and introduced them to the Natural Foods uh, customer in 1965 after trying, but being a registered pharmacist, figuring that, uh, gee, the physicians and the hospitals would be thrilled to have this uh, full-spectrum vitamin E, but they were not interested at all. But the natural foods community was, and Carlson had that very important technological breakthrough in 1965. It seems very quaint now to talk about vitamin E as a really technological breakthrough, but in 1965, that was absolutely cutting-edge technology introduced by Carlson. And also in the 1980s, early 1980s, Carlson introduced new processes for fish oil, and once again, in a leadership position. And I'm a very big fan of fish oil because, from my experience, trying to convince family and friends to take better care of themselves, from my perspective, when you recommend fish oils, they see such good results on the fish oil. In, um, you know, I was always like to mention, you know, cognition very quickly, makes the skin more moist, great for vision. I mean, you name it, and, and fish oils do it. So I'm thrilled when Jolie's on the show, frankly. Jolie, thank you for being on the show. Let me say that on the air. Oh, Josh, you're so kind, and, and you don't even need me because you have such a grasp of this topic. It's, it's really remarkable because of your knowledge base. So you hardly need me. We springboard off of one another as far as the information that we love to share with your audience. And just on a personal note, uh, little birdie told me that Anne Louise Gittleman is going to be with you. Yes, yes, also. she's going to be back on the and show. Yes, she is a dear friend yes. of mine. Oh. So when you get her talking, tell her. <laughs> 
that Jolie sends a big hug. I, sure, I will certainly do that. And I will say this, the subject of nutrition is such a lovely subject. You know, I really enjoy it. And because I really read about it literally every day, I recognize this. It's such a huge subject that you're constantly learning brand new things that kind of change your thinking. And that's really a very nice thing when you realize, oh, my goodness, I'm just there's more information here. It's just a great subject. And also it's a very pragmatic subject. So I'm very happy that I kind of fell into it, which is really I just really fell into it as a young man. And the fish oils, again, I always like to mention this. So those listeners to the show who have family and friends who are somewhat recalcitrant as far as taking care of themselves, but they're willing to listen to you and take one item that you recommend, I recommend the Carlson fish oils because the results are so good so quickly that family and friends will say to you, gee, that was good advice. Have you got anything else you could recommend? And so it's always nice when people listen to your ideas. I think we all want that, and I certainly do. And the fish oils kind of, the Carlson fish oils give it to you, frankly. So on a, on a purely pragmatic level, I just really like the Carlson fish oils. I agree with you completely because so many of the things that we talk about can feel, I think, to most people that aren't, I'm doing air quotes, health nuts like you and me, uh, might feel a little esoteric, like, you know, you sort of take this on faith that, you know, trust us. This is something that's going to be very good for you, but will they feel it? Will they really have a, a physical experience of it, or in the case of fish oils, even um, an emotional experience? With the fish oils, you do feel it, and I love when you talk about how quickly most people have this experience that, hey, I actually feel better, whether it's mood or whether it's cognition or whether it's, uh, you know, a little bit more comfort moving through the day or, you know, from checkup to checkup, seeing your your blood values change so much with something like triglycerides or some other thing that your doctor's measuring, you have the actual physical experience of this thing benefiting you. And so I, I think you're right. I think when people start with fish oil, which is just fundamental, then they can branch out into other things and begin to feel the difference with some of those other things. You know, if they're working on their digestion or something, that's another place where people really do feel the difference when something's helping them. Yes. Yeah, and I just, people usually feel that pretty quickly. Uh, so digestive aids are very valuable. I find them really kind of a very, very important thing for uh Adults, for sure, and even younger folks just do very nicely on digestive aids, and they're a little surprised how nicely they do work. Jolie, so when people use, okay, it's allergy season now, so when people use EPA, DHA from Carlson, what is the potency you recommend? For adults, I recommend 2,000 milligrams of the actual EPA and DHA. So you look at your fish oil bottle and see what the dose provides. Is it one capsule? Is it two capsules? Are you doing liquid and it's a teaspoonful? How much EPA and DHA in that dose? And then irrespective of what the recommended dose is on the bottle, make sure that you're taking enough of that product to get you to a combined level of of 2,000 milligrams daily. And, and remember, as I always like to point out, if you're, you know, following a diet where you're eating salmon a couple of times a week, that nets you about 500 daily intake. That uh, Salmon is so rich in omega-3s that if you're having four to six ounce serving of salmon a couple times a week, then that's about 500 milligrams of a daily intake. So then your supplement would be somewhere around 1,500 milligrams because you're really wanting to hit that 2,000 milligram dose. For kids, half that much. All righty. So for kids, say, what, up to like the age of 10, is that it? Yeah, well, for kids, up to body weight, 75 to 100 pounds, we do about half of an adult dose. Beyond 100 pounds, we go for the full adult intake level. All righty. Uh, our guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson known for their supplements and certainly their fish oils and their vitamin E and many other important supplements as well that they've pioneered. 
have a great track record. Jolie, where can listeners of Here's to Your Health purchase the Carlson fish oils and other Carlson supplements? Well, they're in most of the natural food stores that carry supplements. They're in a lot of the, I would call it an integrative drugstore. Drugstores that carry supplements usually also carry the Carlson products. And then any of your favorite online shopping destinations. And I often have people just Google Carlson Omega-3 and up will pop a number of different commercial enterprises that sell Carlson. And for more Carlson information, the Carlson website is carlsonlabs.com. That sounds very, very good. Uh, Great information from Jolie Root. Jolie Root is Senior Nutritionist from Carlson, uh, a company that I really personally am happy to recommend. I use their fish oils quite successfully. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Your health truly is the greatest gift. At U-Theory, quality of life is at the heart of every product we make. From farm to shelf, we travel the world to source the purest, most efficacious, and clinically studied ingredients to create science-backed supplements that support beauty, emotional, digestive, and physical well-being. All U-Theory products are manufactured at our Southern California facility, ensuring the highest quality standards every step of the way. As a family-owned company, we celebrate the power of human potential with the mission to inspire wellness in all. Try U-Theory Immune Plus Daily Wellness, 100% daily values of vitamin C, D3, and zinc. Go beyond the U of today and catch the U of tomorrow. U-Theory. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is Lopa Vandermersch, who is the founder of Rasa, Rasa, a beverage company out of Colorado that uses two of my favorite uh, herbs, uh, ch- uh, roasted, uh, roasted dandelion and chicory, which gives you that wonderful uh, coffee flavor, kind of favored by the Europeans, because the Rasa Beverage Company tries to move us very gently away from using coffee, which is a very fun stimulant, but maybe problematic when we use too much of it, to into adaptogenic herbs in a base of dandelion, roasted dandelion and chicory, which gives us that wonderful coffee flavor without having to deal with coffee. Lopa Vandermersch, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Hi, Josh. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's great to be here. No, thank you. I'm happy to have you as return guest. I like your products. I also find your commercials on the Internet funny, and I really enjoy the commercials, frankly. I think they're just really I – like I like the tone of the commercials. So what is it that, that, that moved you to found the Rasa Company? Yeah, well, you know, honestly, it was a lot of stress. Um, I had a very stressful year uh, back when I had my first baby. Um, not just the baby. I mean, the baby was wonderful, but also there was a lot of stress going on in the rest of my life. And uh, when I tried coffee, uh, it ended up waking me up in the middle of the night with panic attacks, and I was getting irritable, and 
all of that. Um, and yet I was still tired all the time because I was waking up all the time for my baby. And uh, so I started looking at the coffee alternatives on the market, seeing like, I need something. But none of them uh, just kind of ticked all my boxes, you know. I wanted something that would energize me, that would have a lot of health benefits, that would um, not have any gluten or grains or natural flavors or anything like that. And that didn't exist. So I worked with an herbalist, and together we created Rasa. Right, right. Our guest is Lopra Vandenmersch, who was the founder of Rasa, uh, who was an herbalist, created the Rasa Company, and they're out of Boulder, Colorado. And indeed, the the, or, the formulations, which all, in my opinion, have a very nice taste, uh, and they use as a base a roasted dandelion, and they use chicory, and they use important medicinal herbs, adaptogenic herbs. So, Rasa, what are the herbs that you and your uh, uh, formulator decided to put into the Rasa products? Well, you know, that would be a pretty long list. It might take up the rest of our interview. So I'll, um, uh, we actually now have eight products, and across those eight products, we have 48 different botanicals that we source from 12 different countries. So each blend has uh, a little bit of something different in terms of both flavor and function, and in order to support the functions that we're trying to support in people's lives, um, we use it, you know, a selection of different herbs. Now, we do place a lot of priority on using adaptogenic herbs, uh, which are herbs that, you know, at the very basic level, fundamentally help your body adapt to stress. Um, and we do have kind of a core formula of 12 different herbs that are in many of our blends, um, although in, in varying formats and you know, some different uh, proportions of those herbs depending on the blend. But those 12 herbs are, as you noted, chicory and dandelion, which provide that delicious, roasty, Taste. We also use roasted burdock, which helps to balance out some of the dryness of those two herbs, um, make it a lot moister, and also add some really nice um, roasty flavor. And then we also have ashwagandha and shatavari, rhodiola, codonopsis, which is a Chinese herb, um, eleuthero, which is another Chinese medicine herb, which is very, very energizing. Um, let's see here, we've got chaga. Uh, which we use chaga mycelium because there's concerns about over-harvesting on chaga. Uh, reishi mushroom, ceylon cinnamon, and hausha wu is another adaptogenic herb from Chinese medicine as well. So that's kind of our core formula, but then as I noted, we have eight different blends, all with different kind of aims in terms of both flavor and function, and um, have 48 herbs across that whole that whole spectrum, which makes the supply chain very complicated, but makes it sort of there's always something wonderful to choose from. Right, right. I, I completely agree. Our guest is Lopa Vandermersch, who, with her uh, uh, herbalist, founded Rasa, which is the uh, herbal beverage company that uh, they have one formulation with some coffee. Some people, you know, like coffee, but really, the 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 urge here for Lopa is to move us away from stimulants like coffee to adaptogenic herbs. Adaptogenic herbs are herbs that help us adapt to physical and environmental stress. And the Rasa products taste good, and they give us really, I would say, the most influential, well-known medicinal herbals are in these formulations. And Rasa, so you are a, a, a young mom. You have a you have you have, you have two children now. Yeah, two children. Okay, so that no doubt keeps you super busy. And uh, yeah. d have you found that when you work with uh, young women your age, that indeed by moving them towards the Rasa products without coffee, that indeed the, the, the women feel better? Yes, yes. I mean, we have we we get really amazing reviews. And I think particularly for for moms, it's. Um, it, these are very, very helpful herbs because they're very deeply nourishing and replenishing. We're very careful about, um, you know, coffee is a really extractive form of energy from our bodies. In Chinese medicine, they have a saying that coffee borrows energy from tomorrow to fuel today. And when you're a mom, and especially when you're in that, you know, early childhood phase, you know, it's just so constant and so much, um, we, we can be quite depleted, especially also from if we have the baby ourselves, then that, you know, um, adds another level of depletion. And so these herbs and the type of energy that they're, they're giving us is a really nourishing type of energy. So it's actually repleting your body, your cells, your organs, kind of strengthening your entire system in a really gentle way while also giving you some energy. So it's not in that same boring energy from tomorrow to fuel today relationship. 
And as such, you know, we hear amazing things from from all of our customers, but also particularly moms um, of all of all types who um, who say that you know it's helped them to be more patient with their kids. They're sleeping better. They're you know they just feel more rejuvenated. The little things get don't get to them as much. Um, the little stressors and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been uh, really wonderful to see how much people say, "Wow, this is a really game changer." really a game changer for my parenting journey. Yes, yes, that's, that's very, very good information. Our guest is Lopa Vandermersch, who, uh, with her herbalist, formed, uh, founded the Rasa uh, Beverage Company out of Boulder, Colorado. And the, the, the concept that uh, Lopa just mentioned, the idea of nourishing energy from medicinal herbs and plants rather than a stimulating energy from coffee, which is also obviously a medicinal plant, is, I think, a concept that people really, when they hear it, they think, oh, my God, that does make sense. It's not that coffee isn't fun and that tastes good, and it does stimulate us for half an hour, 45 minutes, but then, unfortunately, it tends to drop our blood sugar and deplete the body, whereas these other medicinal herbs uh, that Lope is using so successfully in the Rasa products really make us energetic and nourished and kind of cruise along rather than having these spikes and drops. So I like Rasa, and I think it's a great product. Lopa, would you say that most of the people who are drinking the beverage are young women? Um, you know, it's actually a really wide range. You know, we have um, men and women. Um, I would say, you know, kind of ranges from, like, Mostly, you know, in that range from early 20s to, like, you know, late 60s, early 70s, you know, be kind of the, but that's a pretty wide range of, of experience and age. So, um, you know, there, there are quite a few moms, um, but, I was, you know, in the last year we've been diversifying quite a bit and a lot more people have been finding us. And uh, so, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty wide range. And, you know, Rasa is suited for all genders and really kind of all ages as well. And we really formulated the blend to be safe, nourishing, tonic, supportive for long-term drinking for most people, you know, most of the time. And I say most people most of the time because, you know, of course we can't formulate something that's going to be perfect for every single body, but we're really looking at, like, okay, how do we ensure that this is really safe, you know, even if people are drinking four or five cups a day and even if, you know, like they, like many people do with coffee and, you know, even if they do that for, you know, 10 years or so. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, no, no one thing is going to be perfect for everyone, and we're seeing that with coffee right now. You know, many people have drank many cups a day for over many years, and then they're, they are uh, starting to have, you know, health issues and that sort of thing, but that also comes back to the way that coffee stimulates our body, the way that it gives us a, a nice cortisol rush from our, our um, adrenal gland, you know, the way it stimulates and kind of kickstarts the central nervous system, all that's pretty, pretty, um, harsh on the system and so yeah these are these are nice nourishing herbs that, that really work for all genders and um for you know really wide range of ages and we you know we've had some wonderful commentary from, from people in their 70s and 80s as well saying you know that rasa has been phenomenal for them and we love love to hear from those customers uh our guest is lopa vandemersch who is the founder of the Rasa Beverage Company in Boulder, Colorado. Lopa, do you have a couple of favorite varieties? Do you like the cacao very much? I mean, uh, which ones do you really think, this, these really, my baby and I like this one, or my family likes this one? What, what, is there anyone that really kind of you think, will we just love this particular one or two of them? Yeah, you know, if I had, you, people asking me to, to pick a favorite Rasa is kind of like asking me to pick a favorite child. Right, right. But if you, if you absolutely, you know, if I had to choose, um, I think my two favorites would be our Calm Blend, which just launched in January of this year, um, which is a really wonderful, um, it's not sedating, so you can actually kind of drink it any time during the day, anytime you're feeling that, that grip of stress. Um, but I tend to drink it uh, instead of a glass of alcohol at the end of the workday. Um, you know, with the, the pandemic, I got I got into my glass of wine habit after work to kind of settle down after work, and I have calm instead, and it's just like it just really kind of helps me get into my family mode. Um, right. And into it's a, you know, nice relaxing evening. Um, also wonderful for, for a nighttime ritual. And then our joy blend. Uh, super Happy Sunshine, it's called, as uh, a wonderful blend as well. It's very lemony, bright, uh, has like a little bit of citrus, very uplifting. It's like a, a taste like none other that you've ever 
experience. Like many of our blends are, so it's one of those ones where you're like, wow, it, it tastes like sunshine in a cup to me. That's what we were going for. Oh, that's very nice. And I really like to mix those two together. The calm is really, um, it's very vanilla-y and has uh, roasted date seeds for um, instead of the dandelion. Because um, dandelion is a little bit more diuretic, and so we wanted to have something that if people are drinking it at night before they go to bed, it's not going to make them pee in the middle of the night, that sort of thing. Um, so it's got the roasted seed instead. And uh, so it's a very rich, sweet flavor. Um, and that combined with the super happy sunshine is just uh, an amazing combination as well. So, Our guest is Lope Vandemersch, who is the founder of the Rasa Beverage Company uh, out of Boulder, Colorado. Lope, we have uh, two minutes <laughs> left. Uh, where can listeners of Here's to Your Health purchase all the Rasa uh, beverages? Sure. We are found on our website, which is wearerasa.com. So we, W-E-A-R-E, rasa.com, R-A-S-A. Um, we're also on Amazon as well. Um, and uh, we're in a smattering of stores around the country, but uh, we're not in any major retail chains, which is um, probably another conversation for another time, but sure. something that we will pursue when we're a little bit bigger as a company. And again, the Rasa products, they can be purchased. Again, what, what's, the best, what's the best way to get them? WeAreRasa.com. Okay, WeAreRasa.com. And one little final question. When you were a girl, did your parents drink roasted dandelion and chicory? Where did you find out about roasted dandelion and chicory? You know, um, they did not. And actually, they weren't coffee drinkers either. They always had their cup of Earl Grey tea in the morning. That was their thing. Um, but, uh, when I was, um, in, when I got out of, of college, um, I really got into, uh, herbal medicine and alternative remedies and all of that. And so I started pursuing and just exploring the wonder that is the world of herbs at that time. And, uh, yeah, that's, you know, through, through luck and happenstance, that's how I came across those wonderful herbs. Well, luck is a very good thing. I certainly agree with luck. Our guest has been Lopa Vandemersch, who is the founder of the Rasa, I'll say, beverage company out of Boulder, Colorado. And they do a lot of very good formulations using really two of my favorite herbs, uh, roasted dandelion and chicory, as a basis for a coffee flavor mixed with some very important adaptogenic herbs. I think you'd be very impressed with the Rasa products, and you can get them from wearerasa.com. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. And we're going to take a short break. And we'll be right back after these important messages. Beljansky supplements and herbal teas, widely used in Europe, now the Beljansky formulas are available in the United States. Used by athletes, fashion models, the former president of France, and those in the know, Beljansky supplements and herbal teas can work for you. Call 212-308-7066. That's 212-308-7066. Visit our center in New York City. Our website is www.maisonbeljansky.com. That's www.maisonbeljansky.com. Feel better naturally. Beljansky Formulas. Your health truly is the greatest gift. At U-Theory, quality of life is at the heart of every product we make. From farm to shelf, we travel the world to source the purest, most efficacious, and clinically studied ingredients to create science-backed supplements that support beauty, emotional, digestive, and physical well-being. All U-Theory products are manufactured at our Southern California facility, ensuring the highest quality standards every step of the way. As a family-owned company, we celebrate the power of human potential with the mission to inspire wellness in all. Try U-Theory Immune Plus Daily Wellness. 100% daily values of vitamin C, D3, and zinc. Go beyond the U of today and catch the U of tomorrow. U-Theory. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is Asher Smith. 
Asher Smith is the litigation manager for the group which I'm happy to have on the show and had many times on the show, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. And PETA, as it's known, is an organization that actually has 6.5 million members and supporters, making them enormously powerful. And I would say that the world has evolved over the past 30, 40, 50 years as far as animal welfare is concerned. So if we see someone, you know, abusing a dog or a cat or kicking a horse, we recognize we will no longer tolerate that. But maybe 40 or so years ago, we thought, oh, that's unfortunate, but we won't do anything. But now we recognize that is wrong. And sometimes... You just can't ask someone to do the right thing. It doesn't seem to go very far. And you must take them to court. And so Asher Smith is the litigation manager, again, the litigation manager for PETA. And he had some very important victories that we have all benefited from. Asher Smith, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you for having me. Now, I'm very happy to have you on the show. And again, I'm a very big fan of what PETA has accomplished. And the more guests I have on the show the more I realize the reach of people for the ethical treatment of animals. Now, let me ask you about a very important lawsuit that you won against a free-range egg company, uh, and they show them, you know, hand some little chickens on, on a box of eggs. Now, why, why did you need to take them to court? Sure thing. So this lawsuit was brought by consumer plaintiffs across the country, including in New York City. It was brought in federal court in, in Manhattan and was arguing that Nellie's free range eggs advertising, showing hens frolicking outdoors, invoking concepts such as love, kindness, better lives, green grass, and blue skies, were false advertising. And the reason why they were false advertising is that in an investigation into uh, Nelly suppliers showed hens stocked in sheds up to 20,000 at a time. Uh, now, a, a little background about hens. When you stock hens at that kind of density, that kind of overcrowding prevents them from extending their wings, foraging, or even making their ways to the outdoor space that's featured so prominently in their advertising. In, in addition, Nelly, like many other egg sellers, engaged in practices such as chick culling, the uniform killing of male chicks because they have no commercial value to this industry, uh, the cutting of hen's beaks so that when they're stocked at an extreme density, they don't cannibalize themselves or cause further injury, and the eventual sale for slaughter of all of their hens after only one laying cycle. So... What we argue to the court is that when you show consumers these images combined with these slogans, that's giving them a deceptive understanding over what they're actually buying and what their money is going toward. And what we won from the court is that we won a decision saying that advertising that shows hens frolicking outdoors is indeed actionable and that consumers can, in fact, bring cases before court arguing that advertising that shows hens outdoors when they might be stuck in a density that doesn't allow for easy outdoor access or they might otherwise not have easy access to the outdoors can form the basis of a lawsuit. Well, that's, that's really... I'm very, very happy to hear that. Our guest is Asher Smith, and Asher Smith is a litigation manager, or the litigation manager for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. So, uh, Asher, this victory that you won, so, in other words, these, in essence, these egg companies are putting pictures of happy chickens outdoors, you know, on grass, etc., wasn't accurate, and so they, what, they were no longer allowed to do that, or they must have, they, they must now indeed provide outdoor space for the chickens? I mean, what actually, what, what, how did we as consumers benefit? So consumers benefit by learning about what happens in these industries and voting with their wallets. In, in this specific case, this case ended shortly after that victory with the negotiated settlement, but I, I I mean, I hear from consumers every day who learn about this lawsuit, who learn about these kind of corporate practices and say they're not going to buy these eggs anymore. And that's really 
the one thing that consumers in this space can do. Okay, Ash, if I can ask this very kind of practical food question, what should the listeners of Here's to Your Health and all consumers look for on the egg cartons to know that they are buying a better quality egg? Really, unfortunately, I'm going to be the borrowed from that news here. There's really nothing that a consumer can do to escape a lot of the practices of, of the egg industry in this country. It, it's simply the fact that any eggs bought in a grocery store will be the product of chick calling the uniform maceration of, of male chicks near birth, the, the trimming of, of hen's beaks, very likely the and stop the density indoors that doesn't allow all of them to be access to outdoors, even if that outdoor space is nominally available. And also the fact that this is a commercial process, this is this is industry when these hens are no longer of commercial benefit to these companies because when they've been laying eggs at a natural pace every day for for months on end, they're not able to lay eggs that are that are able to survive the, the shipping process anymore and, and get to the grocery stores. And at that point, these ends are pretty uniformly throughout the industry sold for commercial slaughter in way in, in basically the same way that animals out on factory farms are eventually slaughtered. So the one thing that consumers really can do is, is go vegan. All right. All right. Our guest is Asher Smith, who is a uh, an attorney, and he's been doing work for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, an organization that has, since its founding in 1980 by Ingrid Newkirk, has done remarkably good work and changed things, in my opinion, for the better in this country and around the world. So their reach is large and their work is, is excellent. What about the John Hopkins case uh, was the court case having to do with the experimentation on owls? So that one I was completely unfamiliar with. What 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 happened with that case? So that's a case that Peter's recently filed. Peter's in federal court over what's happening to these thirty barn owls at John C. Hopkins University. Because these owls, who are smart, empathetic creatures, who in natural settings would make the light and have natural ranges that extend for miles and miles will have their skulls cut open by experimenters, electrodes jammed into their brains, which will mutilate their brain tissue, and be tightly confined and bombarded with jarring sounds and images for up to 12 hours at a time until they will all eventually be killed. And the crux of this lawsuit and why this is allowed to happen without any of the protections guaranteed by the Animal Welfare Act is another federal law called the Health Amendment, which we're arguing is unconstitutional and has to be abolished. Uh, Peter is arguing in federal court that what's happening to these owls should not be allowed because the Constitution is clear. Congress can't punish anyone by legislating fiat, and that includes, for example, inanimate corporations. So it certainly must also include living, breathing animals. Wow, that's a that's a very interesting uh, legal construct. And also, may I ask, why indeed with John Hopkins University, obviously an important uh, institution, what is the benefit of this these kind of torturous experiments on owls? What are they hoping to gain from that? That's a great question. So experiments like the ones I just described that are going on at John Hopkins are not happening because they're about finding cures for humans or they're not even designed for that purpose. Rather, they're designed because they make it really easy to churn out data about owls that let experimenters keep taxpayer money flowing through federal grants. The ostensible purpose of these experiments is to study owl vision and hearing in the hope that that will lead to some insights that could be uh, applied to humans suffering from, for example, attention deficit disorders. But that simply doesn't make sense. As the Johns Hopkins experimenters admit in their own grant application, a major reason they're studying owls for this purpose is because they think it's easier. They consider owls' brains easy to observe, and there's already, in large part, based on their own prior work, lots of existing data on owls to compare to. 
But owls are not miniature flying humans. Owl vision and hearing are not remotely comparable to that of humans. Aside from being orders of magnitude more acute, owls use completely different parts of their brains than humans to process stimuli. Uh, these owls, because they're tightly confined for more than 12 hours at a time during these experiments, are highly stressed. It, it's extremely unlikely that they can even yield any data that would lead to useful insights about owls who aren't confined. The Lee Johns Hopkins experimenter even admitted in September 2020 that experiments on head-restrained animals, again, a category that includes these owls, are prone to misinterpretation. Wow. Our guest is Asher Smith, who is the litigation manager for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Asher, the things you tell me, you know, they're shocking. They're shocking that they would do these type of barbaric experiments on owls when really the, 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 the data they would mine from this would really be really not valuable for us. But I guess that they make a lot of money doing it, and they're happy to treat animals very badly. A lot of people just don't realize this actually goes on. And when people find out about it, I think most people are not happy with it. And I believe that Pete has done a very good job of bringing this information to people's, uh, the forefront of people's attention. And so that's one of the reasons why things have changed, I think, for the better. May I ask you one additional question? We have just three minutes left in the interview. You uh, won some work. Uh, in, Netflix had that series on Tiger King, which was so popular, you know, about a year or so ago. And uh, may I ask you, declawing. A lot of people don't realize when they when they declaw their house cat that that really is just, if I can say this, uh, kind of a bad idea, isn't it? I mean, it's really it really damages the animals, does it not? Exactly. And, and what you're referring to is that. Uh, Peter recently won a historic victory in federal court in Indiana that decided that declawing of big cats at roadside zoos can violate the Endangered Species Act. And the reason why the court reached that decision applies to, to domestic cats, to house cats as well. These, these cats have the same anatomy, and the relevant feature of their anatomy here is the fact that the cat's claws are not like human fingernails. They're part of their bone. Right. So a declawing operation is severing the bone at the third knuckle, and that means that these animals are almost always going to suffer complications that make it harder for them to walk, that make it harder for them to sit, to jump, to engage in natural behaviors that they need every day. Right. Yeah, that's really, people don't realize that. That's it's really very cruel. Well, I, Pete has been very helpful. Our guest is Asher Smith, and Asher Smith is the litigation manager for the group, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Uh, Asher, how can listeners of Here's to Your Health contact you to find out more about your good work? So what I'd encourage all of your listeners to do is to take part in the impetus efforts to rescue these owls and end these experiments. Now, I described a lawsuit that he is participating in as we filed the federal court, but at the same time, Pete is also continuing its public letter writing campaign aimed at urging Johns Hopkins to voluntarily end these experiments. And if your listeners would like to learn more and participate, they can go to peter.org slash owls to explain to Johns Hopkins that because these are some of the most gruesome and needless experiments going on today, they have to end. Again, that's PETA.org slash owls. Thank you very much. Thank you. Our guest has been Asher Smith, and Asher Smith is the litigation manager for the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, an organization that is doing very good work, founded in 1980 by Ingrid Newkirk, and really, they're doing important work worldwide, so I'd like the listeners of Here's to Health to please support the, their organization, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health, and we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. Have you had your Carlson Norwegian fish oil today? Decades ago, scientists discovered why Greenland Eskimos maintain healthy hearts despite their high-fat diets. The high level of omega-3 oils in their seafood diet protected their hearts. 
Carlson Norwegian Fish Oil provides those important omega-3 oils. The same omega-3s from cold water fish support maximum brain power, immune strength, joint comfort, and our vision, too. Carlson, the very finest fish oil, is a valuable source of the important omega-3s EPA and DHA. Each teaspoon provides a full 1,600 milligrams of omega-3s. And its purity is guaranteed. Try it on salads and popcorn. It tastes like lemon, not fishy. Ask for Carlson, the very finest fish oil, at finer health food stores today. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry, and of course, the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne. And I said, Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? <laughs> Hello, health seekers. It's John Harrison with Dolmacha. Looking for green tea powder to add to your hot and cold beverages, smoothies, and shakes? Dolmacha Matcha Green Tea from Japan is a great choice grown on our farms in Kagoshima and Kyoto, Japan, where matcha green tea originated. Dolmacha, great tasting, good for you. Dolmacha brand matcha green tea you can use every day for that nice pick-me-up without the jitters of coffee. Try our Dolmacha brand matcha green tea. See for yourself how much you enjoy it. This is John Harrison. Thank you for your time. tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening.